Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and I just want to let you know about my gut healing bundle for those with thyroid and autoimmune thyroid conditions. This includes SMT Probio, which is a probiotic with 18 well-researched strains, Enzymes Plus, which not only includes digestive enzymes, but betaine, HCL, and ox bile, and SMT GI Restore, which is a stevia-free formulation that has multiple nutrients and herbs that have been proven to help support the healing of the gut. To learn more about this, you can visit guthealingbundle.com. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, can hyperthyroidism cause liver damage? So many listening to this know that I have a new supplement line called Thyrosave. And one of the products is Hepatoimmune Supreme. And so I've been doing more research on the liver and thyroid health. And I came across this interesting journal article from February of 2022. And the title is Hyperthyroidism and Liver Dysfunction. And it mentions that deranged liver enzymes due to hyperthyroidism rather than intrinsic liver pathology are not uncommon. So a lot of people with hyperthyroidism take antithyroid medications such as methimazole and PTU. And many people who take antithyroid medication understand that the medication can put stress on the liver and can result in an increase in liver enzymes. So when you do a hepatic panel, a liver panel, or a comprehensive metabolic panel that looks at the liver enzymes, AST and ALT, you might see one or both of those elevated when taking thyroid medication, anti-thyroid medication specifically. But this journal article, it, it does mention that, but it also mentions how hyperthyroidism by itself can also cause problems with the liver, can cause liver dysfunction. The good news is that the liver is quick to regenerate. So when I say liver damage, I don't want to scare anybody and think that it will be permanent. If someone is taking antithyroid medication, there is increased risk of that. There are a few studies involving PTU that shows that it can cause liver failure or that it caused liver failure in a few people, but very, very, very rare. Not that I'm recommending for people to take PTU, but everything's risk versus benefits. And if someone is faced with getting thyroid surgery or radioactive iodine or taking an antithyroid medication, let's say they're unable to take methimazole, they have serious side effects, but they do okay on the PTU. To me, it's worth the risk rather than to get your thyroid removed because it's highly unlikely that someone's going to get liver failure. In fact, I can't say that everyone who takes antithyroid medication will have elevated liver enzymes. But once again, it's not just about taking antithyroid medication, but it's just the elevation in thyroid hormone levels that can cause this as well. It says here, reported prevalence of liver biochemical abnormalities in patients with untreated thyroid toxicosis, so untreated hyperthyroidism, varies widely, ranging from 15% to 76%. And then it gives some of the suggested causes of liver dysfunction, including direct hepatocyte injury, so direct injury to the liver cells, comorbid heart failure, associated autoimmune conditions, pre-existing liver disease, and then again, the drugs, including antithyroid medications. And then it does say, although some patients may have a pattern of mild liver injury, about 1% to 2% can have fulminant hepatitis, and then liver enzymes can return to normalcy in as many as 77% to 83% of patients once they take antithyroid medication. So again, antithyroid medication, even though it can raise the liver enzymes, if someone has elevated liver enzymes without taking antithyroid medication, if it's related to the elevation in thyroid hormone, 
and then they take the antithyroid medication, which lowers the thyroid hormone. Potentially, it could lower liver enzymes in some cases. But of course, you could see someone with elevated liver enzymes in the presence of hyperthyroidism, and then they take antithyroid medication such as methimazole, and then it increases liver enzymes further. And that's why either way, you want to keep an eye on the liver enzymes. Every endocrinologist should do a liver panel or a comprehensive metabolic panel that includes the liver enzymes. And thankfully, most do, but there are exceptions. Every now and then I'll work with someone who's seeing an endocrinologist who has hyperthyroidism and the endocrinologist did not look at the liver enzyme. So make sure if this describes you where you're seeing an endocrinologist or another medical doctor, you have any type of hyperthyroidism, not just Graves' disease, but toxic multinodular goiter, subacute thyroiditis, you definitely want to look at the liver enzymes. And if they're elevated, I wouldn't stress over it. It depends on how elevated they are. If they're in triple digits, that's not great. I mean, it doesn't mean you're going to have permanent liver damage, even if it's that high. But a lot of times we'll see the enzymes in the 40s, 50s, sometimes 60s, 70s. But 40s, 50s, again, I don't like to see that. But everything, once again, risk versus benefits. And if you're not taking antithyroid medication, I'm not saying you have to take antithyroid medication in that case. That, of course, is up to you and the doctor you're working with. Many of you know that I took the herb bugleweed when I dealt with Graves' disease, which doesn't put the stress on the liver that antithyroid medication does. The problem is bugleweed isn't effective in everyone. So if someone is working with me and they're taking antithyroid medication and they want to switch to bugleweed... Well, first of all, I can't tell them to stop taking the medication. That would be completely up to them. But then they need to realize that if they make that transition, the bugleweed might not be as effective, might not be effective at all when it comes to lowering the thyroid hormone levels. And then the journal article, the authors go on to talk about the role of the liver in the thyroid hormones, the conversion of T4 to T3. And then also it mentions how over 99% of T4 and T3 in the serum are bound to serum proteins, including thyroxin binding globulin, albumin, you actually could see on a conference of metabolic panel, lipoproteins. And again, these are mainly produced in the liver. So just another reason why you want to have a healthy liver. And then if we look here, it says Graves' disease can occur concurrently with other Conditions affecting the liver, such as autoimmune hepatitis, and I've been seeing patients with hyperthyroidism since 2009, and I think I've seen one person with autoimmune hepatitis, maybe two, but one that comes to mind. And here it also mentions it's often difficult to decide if the cause of the liver dysfunction, hepatic dysfunction, is due to antithyroid medication, especially if the liver function tests were not looked at before beginning medication. So it's an argument that you want to definitely look at the liver enzymes before taking antithyroid medication. And then if they look fine before taking antithyroid medication, of course, you want to look at them after taking antithyroid medication as well, because the antithyroid medication can increase the liver enzymes, as I already mentioned. And then it also says, in severe cases of liver dysfunction, the offending drug should be withdrawn and consideration given to the use of cholestyramine, which I've mentioned before. Now here it says, while the underlying hyperthyroidism is definitively treated with radioactive iodine or surgery, which I don't agree with. I've had patients where they are unable to take any antithyroid medication. They take cholestyramine while trying to address the cause of the problem. But of course, endocrinologists don't look at it that way. 
if the antithyroid medication doesn't work and they have to put someone on cholestyramine, they're looking to do that temporarily and recommending radioactive iodine thyroid surgery. So that is my answer to the question, can hyperthyroidism cause liver damage? It definitely could cause liver dysfunction. Again, I, I don't like to use the word liver damage because some people think of that as permanence, which it's not. I'll also make sure to include the link to this journal article that I'm looking at here in the show notes, which of course you could get by visiting savemythyroid.com and clicking on a podcast. And again, that's my response to the question, can hyperthyroidism cause liver damage? I hope you found this episode to be valuable and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.